0: Hello, and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by my partner in crime to discuss this Game 3 NBA Finals, Mr. Andrew Hansen, How are you there, Mr. Hanson? I, I am so impressed with your Cowboys blue sweatshirt. <laughs> Man, you're such a team player. I, I really appreciate it. Hey,
1: anything for you down there in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, we're well, getting get ready for some NFL podcast tonight. Uh, big matchup. Cowboys and Browns should be high scoring. So I may have a Cowboy in my lineup. All Dalton right. Schultz, the tight end, is is up there on my board. Shane is uh, supportive of that play as well. So we'll see if he makes the final cut. But, uh, yeah, I'm on the road here. Little family getaway uh, down at the beach here with the in-laws celebrating a couple birthdays. So the blue here is also representative of the, of the ocean. I have a nice view right ah. here of the Atlantic Ocean. So, um, you know, trying to get those good vibes here and battle in for uh, game three. I'm, I'm glad it's not game four because game three means we have at least two more games to go.
0: I know it. I, it's, I don't want it to end. I'm with you. But uh, I got to tell our viewers because, you know, we had trouble getting connected here. You didn't have enough steam there, uh, bandwidth, I guess, right so man he had to go upstairs he had to unplug everybody's stuff yeah he had to turn off the oxygen for his mother-in-law <laughs> turn his dad uh, father-in-law's pacemaker off i hope people aren't actually uh falling over dead just because he had to do the show <laughs> no it's it,
1: basically everybody had to clear the house so we had enough internet because you know this is a priority we got to
0: get we got to make this happen that's it man it was gonna happen i was uh we, if we had to do it just with my uh, ugly mug and then just your voice, we were we were going to do it. But thank goodness we we had you come through uh, cowboy sweatshirt and all. So <laughs> yes, but fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited. This you know, uh, you know I'll start right off by saying uh, I am humbled for the fact that I faded Anthony Davis. So yes, uh, you know it's a kick right squaring in coach's nuts. But you know what? That's okay. Because you got to you gotta wear that protective cup yeah. and you got to take a kick once in a while. So, uh, you know, some of my strategy was absolutely superb there. Just the part with Anthony Davis uh, was just a little bit of a negative twist. So uh, I love your lineup, though. Congratulations on cashing. I know you were really close to a couple of monsters, actually.
1: Yeah, both sites. You know, the GPP lineup we gave out on FanDuel was a solid winner, and uh, I also played a bunch of lineups with Olenek. Um, yeah. you know, even though he didn't start, uh, I stuck with him as captain in a number of lineups on DraftKings, and that was my best build over there. That was actually the winning build. It was Olenek, the three studs in that game, and then the final two, the winners were actually Rondo, and Markeef Morris. I didn't play that combo. I played it with wow. Olinick and None. I played it with um you know a couple other those cheap players. I played it with um Pope and none And yeah. that one was uh way up there, top one percent. Uh, but just didn't quite get those final two pieces right. Uh we also um you know had some winners with Howard as our captain and the yeah. studs, and then Olinick and None. So um you know, winning night on both sites. Uh, just wasn't the takedown night, but um, yeah, I was glad that o- Olenek paid off and none paid off because obviously I I put a lot of emphasis on those guys in the in the Game Two podcast and um, o- Olenek was really terrific. I mean, he got he looked great, 37 minutes, yep. and He had 38.75 fantasy points
0: on DraftKings, yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun. Well, I got to give you a shout out because it, you hit that one right dead nuts. I mean, he did look a little sluggish. The game before but he hadn't played came in in the middle of the third and like you said sometimes you just your head's not in it you're not out there ready to roll but i mean he knew he was going to have a big role in this game and so when he came in he was ready to to rock it and he did a really good job and the good part about it is uh you know now we gotta rethink the whole thing right because exactly let me st- I'll, I'll start off uh with the news because it leads right into that so Kelly O takes a, a, a probable shot here with uh, there's a good chance we may have a BAM sighting return. So let me give you the latest news on this real quickly. And uh, first of all, I, thank you all for, for jumping in here. We're so excited for this NBA Finals. And the fact that we may only have two games left is, is sort of gut wrenching. But I look at it this way. It's October. We're going to have full NBA back, God willing, in January, so it's not that far off. So, right. and in between, we'll be covering a lot of stuff and doing some podcasts. On uh, the, they're going to have the NBA workouts for the rookies. Then they're going to have the draft. Then there's going to be some free agent signings. There's going to be the stuff that usually takes about five months in the in the uh, off season done in like sixty days. So, right. we'll be following all that with a fine tooth comb, uh, like we do everything with the NBA. So. I'm not fretting, and I'm hoping the Heat can f- find a way to extend this series a little bit and give us a little bit more basketball. But here's the news: so as we expected, Goran Dragic with the plantar fascia. fascia I get it, yeah. Fascia, <laughs> damn it! I still can't get it. Uh, the plantar fascia is—he's not going to play. I mean, he's not going to play the rest of this uh, series. So don't kid yourself; the dude's hurting. So. I you know I, no, I'm no doctor, but I play one on the podcast. So, um, but it looks like Bam plays. He's already made the statement, which you know players always say what they're gonna say. It's up to Spolstra, but you know he says he's playing. He's ready to roll for this game on Sunday, and you know the the injuries he ha- has are sore, but not enough that it looks as though it's gonna keep him out. So. Uh, We very well could see him back in the starting lineup, but now, you know, as we discuss this and grind through it, we got to figure out, is he going to have a regular role? How's that going to affect Kelly O and the bench guys? So we'll walk through that. One other injury uh, of note to mention is Danny Green. Danny Green got dinged in that game. He was out for a while. You saw a little run from J.R. Smith. Then he came back in, but he was gimpy. Uh, He fell pretty hard on his hip. It's tightened up on him. So, you know, that's another thing to consider is, you know, that puts him at risk, um, changes their rotation slightly. And, uh, you know, does that mean more run for Rondo Caruso or does that mean J.R. Smith gets that shift again? He didn't look too strong when he was in there. So those are the injuries for right now. So that'll give us something uh, to discuss. And then I'm going to the Bet US com our presenting sponsor for this podcast I'm going to their site right now I'm refreshing have you looked at the lines so far Yeah, not all right give your your best stab what do you think I'm uh, gonna say it's
1: Lakers minus nine and a half okay over under
0: 221 and a half not bad not bad it's uh the the Lakers minus eight and a half. So that looks like the side for you, and and 218.5, so a little lower. So could be – you're right close, though, very close. So, you know, considering the 8.5 number, I'm believing Vegas feels 100% sure BAM's playing because it was 10 last game, and they won – by know, fairly easily. <laughs> yeah, but it was, you know, it was a little easier than 10, really. Right. Exactly. So I, I think that the line, if he was out, would be, you know, 10 or 11 for sure. Uh, you know, eight and a half, got to think he's going to get uh, a, a good run. And Vegas usually has pretty good indication. The implied uh, total, by the way, if you're going to bet that side, it's Lakers 113 and a half and the Heat only 105. So. Sort of like the overheat there, uh, just on on their side of it. But all right, so that's the uh, the betus.com.pa line. We know what the injuries are. So now we got to start breaking this game down a little bit. Let's begin with the Lakers side, okay. since I dissed Mr. Anthony Davis last time and sat him out, and he would. That that run in the third quarter was pretty impressive. The dude is yeah. awesome, and they don't have a matchup for him. Well, it helps with Bam back though. But uh, yep. Yeah. So you know, it was funny because we had a few members in Discord say, "Hey, what you said on the on the podcast helped." You know, we couldn't fade him because he didn't have anybody to guard him. But who faded him? Me. So hey, you know, it <laughs> happens. But anyway, so let's let's look at this. First of all, you know, until this last game. I've been riding the play LeBron and Davis and figure everything else out bandwagon because they're such a two-man show. Lakers did have some guys step up, like you said, and that were needed to, for some takedowns. Uh, there were certainly some guys in stretches. Rondo looked great. I did have Rondo on on most of my lineups, and Markeith Morris had a flash. And you know there were guys that that uh, KCP had a, had a few nice shots. Yeah. So what what is your overall view here? You know, they the Lakers obviously can start smelling the finish line a little bit, and they don't want to let the Heat get any life. So I guarantee you that discussion in the locker room is, you know, the our uh, you know we've got our our foot on their neck. It's uh, we don't want to let two one is is a hell of a difference than than three zero. So do they go full tort? Do you see the entire uh, regular rotation minutes, and uh, who you who you looking at initially here? Yeah, I'm going to
1: approach it in a similar way with Game 2. Okay. Um, I'm going to stick with LeBron and AD. They're probably going to be in every lineup that I put out there.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, in terms of the other guys, I think Howard will start again because we assume that Bam's going to start. So he's in play for me. He's still cheap. He's only 3.6 on DraftKings. Yeah. Solid solid price on FanDuel, eight point five. So he's in consideration for me. And then I did like how Pope looked. I liked his minutes. You know, he added four rebounds and four assists. And that's why he was you know, really relevant on on the showdown slate for game two. Yeah. Um, and and his price actually went down a little bit on DraftKings. So that's crazy. He's, yeah, he's very affordable. And and that news for Danny Green, you know, that's gonna be the one X factor for me. Because if he's not starting I could see Caruso getting the start, and you know he played 23 minutes last game, but if Green's out, I think he'll push for 26 to 30 minutes, especially if he starts, and he's really cheap. He's only 3.4 on DraftKings, 7.5 on FanDuel. So he gets a big boost for me if Green is out. And then Rondo's— I don't—just I
0: don't, for the record, I don't think Green's going to be out. I okay. mean, there's there's right. nothing listed. I read through everything this morning— he is dinged up. He's not 100%, but there's, it's beyond probable. He's not even listed as, like, you know, not not going to play. So okay. the, I, I, I'm with you, but I my, the point is, if he's not 100% and he sits some shifts like he did in this last game, then what you say is right on the money. Exactly. But I just don't want people just scratching green right off the bat thinking he's not going to play, because, I mean, he could get his extra his regular minutes. We just don't know. Right. So, you know, even if he does play
1: and he's starting, uh, I I probably will fade him. Um, Oh, me too. I haven't been playing him much anyway. And if he's limited, there you go.
0: And he's not dirt cheap either, really. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Considering. There's other guys in that price range I certainly like better. Me too. Rondo is priced up on DraftKings, unfortunately, after that uh, double double. He did look great. You know, so he only works really with a build on DraftKings if you don't get three studs or if you don't use a stud as a captain so like I did
0: last game and you know we see how that worked
1: (laughs) yeah but you know he you can fit him into FanDuel a little bit easier his price went down over there
0: down to 9,000 and speaking Uh, of that price by the way he's the same price as Danny Green there and uh, some of those guys and no doesn't make
1: sense and then the last guy, Marquis Morris, he fits into a couple of builds that I've been playing with just because of his price. And, you know, this is a guy to mention here with the, the rotation of the bigs. So with Howard starting and Bam starting, I think Olenek is going to be in the rotation off the bench. And so the question is, when Olenek comes in, do they bring Howard out again for a, a second run in the first half and, and two runs in the second half? Or when Olenek is out there, do they bring in Morris, who's a little bit quicker, to guard Olinic? So I think that's the big question mark for me. Yeah. I, I am I am going to put some lineups out there with Markeith Morris in there in case he gets another 16 to 18 minutes off the
0: bench and he's out there when Olinick is out there. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, as far as, you know, let's look at a couple of these guys. I mean, Markeith Morris— because, you know, there's so much volatility. I mean, usually when you have two teams in the finals, they're rolling their main guys out. They have two or three key guys off the bench, and you go with it. Well, I know we're dealing with a lot of injuries here, but, man, these, these two coaches mix it up with rotations like crazy. I mean, you know, there's so much to discuss, even though it's, it's a head-to-head slate. Uh, I mean, Morris, regardless of what the Heat does, throughout these playoffs— He's consistently played about the same, 16, 10, 17, 14, 17, 15. So you're going to get that's sort of his role. They want him to, you know, get 15, to 16 minutes right in that neighborhood. But, you know, the problem is, can you afford to do that? Now, he did get in some of those uh, top lineups last time, but here's his point total the last since the playoffs started, 16, 2, 5, 11, 7, 11 and 15. So, you know, I, I see the point. I think you're right. He's going to get some minutes to think he's going to get more than 15, 16 minutes and more than 14, 15 DFS points is probably region. But is if that gets it done for you, you know, with playing the studs, then then that's where you can go. Now, if we yeah, look, just
1: to just to follow up good. on that. I don't yeah. project I don't project him for more than that. I don't project him for more than 16 minutes, more than 15 fantasy points. It's really only because of the price and liking the other five
0: guys on right. DraftKings or the other four guys on FanDuel that I would consider right.
1: it. So sure. that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and 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 that's my point is in bringing these guys up, who do you basically finish out that roster with? Because right. you don't need that guy to get 30. I mean, we'd love him to, but right. I, I mean, it's shown here if you can put that last guy in to get your 15 to 20, and you know, you're still using the studs, you're going to take it down, right? So, that's that's the thing. So, Morris certainly has a possibility there. He's only 7,000 uh, on FanDuel as well, which is, is super encouraging. And, uh, like you said, he's 2,800 uh, on uh, DraftKings. All right, the the second guy that is 7,500 on FanDuel is Alex Caruso. Let's talk about him because not only is he played pretty well, but he's – listen to these minutes if you want to talk about consistency. I'll do this fast. 23, 22, 25, 20, 24, 28, 23, 24, 29, 24, 25. So I think we know what his role is going to be. Yes. And here's the thing with him, though. This could be the guy that swings it. The night I had that monster night, he was the guy that swung it. And and because listen to these numbers with those minutes attached. 12, 19, 22, 12, 12, 23, 17, 18, 31, 9, and 10. So you talk about just you got to get the guy on the right day in that spot. But I'm going to hold on to the fact that he squeezes an extra three to four minutes with Danny Green not being 100%. It's yeah. a guess. We don't know that. You know, we don't. But that's going to be my feeling. I like Caruso at that cheap price. I think that that puts him in play. He's only 3400 on DraftKings as well. So he's, you know, not the easiest spot. I'll tell you who's above him. Danny Green and Dwight Howard. Right below him is Kelly O, Iguodala, and Morris, who we just mentioned. So those guys are in the mix. What do, you, what do you think of Caruso? Are you stock a little a bit up with him like it is for me?
1: Yeah, because, you know, he's due for a, a bit of a spike here. One of these games, he's going to get the bounces again with the steals, a block, an open three, you know, a couple extra layups. And like you said, maybe a couple extra minutes. So yeah. with him, you know, and and he's less than half the price of Rondo on DraftKings, so he's just going to fit into more lineups for me because I am going to play Anthony Davis with LeBron, so I I like him here. He'll be in a you know a
0: decent amount of my lineups. Okay, uh, here's another guy I got to bring up because I normally don't even bring him up because I just don't play him. I don't particularly like the guy and his style of play, but he deserves a mention here, and it's Kyle Kuz. Let's talk about him for a second because. You know, you're looking again, we're looking for that those final piece or pieces into your build. And he's gone 21, 22, 20, 19, 26, 20, 24, 26, 22, 24, 20. So, you know, you know, you're going to get run from him. He's going to play a little less than half the game. But again, you've got a, a monster variance here with, you know, an upside that was better that seems to have gotten worse. So I'm going to go from most current down and this trends a little upsetting however even though he only had 11.9 points this last game he looked a little more active to me now that's just you know coach's eye saying this guy's priming for a good game but he's he's 11.9 so 17 16 13 12 9 so those are the last group of games bad but then right before that it was 15 27 8 24 25 So if he throws one of those games in and if his, you know, looking a little more active and confident in his run when he was in there. I have to say, for the first time in this series, I'm seriously considering Kyle Kuzma and Kuzma. uh, Let's this. You know, he's four thousand on DraftKings. So, you know, he's you're still paying for the name a little bit there. And he's eight thousand on FanDuel. So, you know, he's usually overpriced because everybody thinks Kyle Kuzum is his up and coming star. His price is okay, but he might be a difference maker. What do you think? Well, he's the perfect GPP pivot that if he
1: hits and you get the high variance night, he will be the difference maker because we know he's got really great upside. And he's, you know, he's in that price range on both sites with guys that you prefer, like Nunn, olinic Caruso on DraftKings, you go over on FanDuel, you've got Howard, you've got Pope, you know, Rondo's only a thousand more. Right. So they're just he's gonna get extremely low ownership. So if you if you want to get different, or if you're making multiple lineups and you want to get a, a, you know a setup where you're
0: gonna take advantage of low ownership, then throw him out there. I'm with you. All right, I'm gonna bring up one more Laker because this is the other guy that has my interest. But again, it becomes uh, a salary thing, and it's very difficult to, to make this decision. But a couple of things here. Uh, Danny Green is the best perimeter defender, and Rondo is second, without question. They don't have a lot of perimeter defense beyond those two guys. They need perimeter defense on Tyler Hero, just as they did with with Dragic, and, you know, uh, also Kendrick Nunn, who's out there. I mean, they need guys to defend. If Danny Green's not 100%, which, we, I mean, he's I think he's going to play, but, I, but he's not going to be 100%, let's face it. Does Rondo get extra minutes? Do they need him on the floor more for his defensive prowess, especially when the Heat goes small and have Hero, Nunn, and Robinson lining up for three after three? So you know, the question is, do you eke up a little bit in salary and and uh, give Rondo, you know, that run? Because, I mean, let's face it, here's his playoff run. You know, this is amazing if, if you really look at it. Uh, 26 minutes this last game, he had 34.8. He almost single-handedly saved my bacon uh, with the Davis fiasco, but he couldn't get it done quite. But before that, 26-24, 12 That was an odd game, but that was a blowout. 21-29, 21-21, 20-28, 30-28. So he plays, and he has spike games like this one, 34.8. But before that, he was 15-16, 26-28, 20-27, 20-35, 38-41. So, you know, this is a guy, when he's feeling it, he's going to knock the three down. He'll get... I mean, he's a triple-double waiting to happen if he gets the 30 minutes. So, you know, I I don't know if it's because I was rooting for him so much and watching him so closely this last game, but, man, he's playing nice ball. And he's certainly a guy I'd love to get in there, but the salary dilemma. So what do you think?
1: I think um, it's tough because I certainly like him on average more than Caruso. But as I mentioned, he's twice as expensive on DraftKings, and if you go Rondo, the sacrifice you have to make on the next guy is really significant. That's when you have to start looking at guys like Marquise Morris that you don't really want to play. The only and the only way it's going to work out is if they both really have good games. You know, in general, I think the I like the build where you're looking at two guys who you know may not have that 35 point upside, but you feel better about the floor, whether it be Pope. Or Caruso, uh, you know none and Olin on the other side, you know even though the, the, and they're a lot cheaper. so you 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 hopefully get a benefit with you know the first four guys in your lineup or the first three guys in your lineup by fading Rondo. So I think you know for most of my lineups,
0: I will fade Rondo because of his price, not because of how he looks. yeah no i'm I'm with you it, it's it's tough, you know it's very, very tough to. To balance the salary and you know you've got it something's got to give somewhere i mean it's just that simple so all right before we move on to the heat side anybody else you want to bring up uh with the lakers or is No, i'm ready cover? To, I'm, I'm ready to break down the heat okay before we do that real quickly a couple things i want to mention if uh if you're watching this for the first time uh, on youtube or if you just watch it and are always on the move. Uh, It's the weekend. Everybody's hopefully got a few extra minutes. Please take a second, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. When you subscribe to our YouTube channel, you are entered in a one month uh, free contest. It goes the entire month of October. A randomizer picks somebody out and you get a one month free membership to Coach Talk. So subscribe to the channel. Uh, and hit that little alarm button that is really important it i do it myself because i need to know what's coming up when especially when andrew and shane are are crushing those nfl slates i don't always know exactly when they're done but i get an alert because i hit that little alarm that tells me that the podcast is now posted and then i can jump on there and and catch that uh with all the the ladies that jump on there to see shane so we're all you know (laughs) on there together but uh Anyway, so uh, do that. We appreciate it. Also, you know, our process here, we we get this podcast out. We're getting it out here on Saturday. Give you tonight and throughout tomorrow. The the game is a 7.30 p.m. Eastern game on Sunday. So it gives you a good chance to listen. You know, a a lot of times, I mean, I listen back. Andrew does, too. We listen back to this because we do this raw. We don't tip each other off beforehand because we want to talk it through read and react to what we're saying and you know sometimes that really helps us you know build and when you go back and listen things sound a lot more obvious when you're building uh, than when we're actually doing it live so do that check us out on twitter throughout the rest of the day today and tomorrow i'm at uh joe sarvati j-o-e-s-a-r-v-a-d-i andrew is at language olympic and shane is at d-e-t sports shane and we're all on D- at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, Leighton Wilson is running that for us. He's posting stuff all the time. And we'll also be jumping on there. Um, also want to thank, again, our sponsor for this uh, entire podcast. And that's BetUS.com.pa. In fact, let's listen to a quick
2: quick word from our man at BetUS. Wake up, sports bettors. Sports are in high gear at BetUS.com, so put down the beer and make every sporting event more exciting by putting stakes on the line at BetUS. Earn bragging rights over your friends as you rake in the cash from each week's betting action, but don't settle for any other book. Choose America's favorite sports book with over 25 trusted years in the industry, BetUS. You need a sports book with integrity and longevity, but more importantly, you need a sports book that pays. BetUS has your game with action on football, baseball, basketball, MMA, golf, horse racing, and even esports. No other sports book welcomes newcomers like BetUS with their jaw dropping sign up bonuses. Sign up now with promo code Talk for 125% sign up bonus up to two grand. The best in the biz. Now you have the best book in the business with the best DFS provider in the business, Talk. Create your account to make point spread bets, futures bets, prop bets, entertainment bets, live bets, and more. No other sports book is as committed to their members as BetUS. Sign up now and get in on the winning side of the ball.
0: All right. Great, great company. Great, uh, great book. 25 years plus. I've been a member 13, Andrew, and I've made some nice. Uh, Withdrawals from there and they get it to you quick, fast, uh, very dependable. So uh, take advantage of that 125% and remember you can sign up at betus.com.pa or at dfscoachtalk.com. But Andrew, what is the this is something people are messing up a little bit. It's probably my fault, but if we've had three or four people put the promo code as dfscoachtalk. But when you got your 125%, what did you put? It's coach talk. You don't even need the DFS, so it's faster. Just go coach talk, and you're good. Is there a space? No space. Oh, okay. (laughs) Coach talk, all one word, no space. Now I got it. There it it. is. You got it. You got it. All right. Fantastic. And now let's dive into the Miami Heat with the probable return of Mr. Bam Adebayo. I guess the first thing we need to discuss before we dig in and and find these, you know, it's certainly not as obvious with the heat like it is when you're building from the Lakers side. So let me ask you this right off the bat. We know that he has a neck and a shoulder injury to some extent. He's not a big shooter. Uh, He's a rim protector. He changes their entire offense, though. They are a completely different team with him because of that high pick and roll. He runs that high pick and roll with Dragic, Hero, or none so well, it's unbelievable. Kelly O is not that kind of a player. DJJ, all those guys are perimeter bigs. You know, the reason they started Myers Leonard is he is a post-up big. And statistically, you look at the analytics of the heat this season, And when they run that high pick and roll, they are 67% more effective offensively. This is an analytic statistic, and Spolster does it all the time. I dug in and found this one because I wanted to to find what could be a differentiator for the heat here. 67% more, more efficient on offense running that pick and roll at the high spot with Bam. When he's not in there and they don't run that, you see that. You know the fact that they stayed within ten was surprising. When Bam was out in the game before, is when they got bl- blown out and didn't do as well. So this that puts the whole offense back into play here with Bam at that high pick and roll. So my first question before we dive in is how healthy, and again we're we're this is presumpt, presumptive guessing is what it ends up being. But how effective do you think Bam will be? The fact that it's two upper areas and not lower extremities and being able to still run that pick and roll, still be there for the lob on the pick and roll, which completely crushes the LA defense. When he rolls, you got to send at least two guys at him, or they're going to get that every time. And you can't go under that high pick and roll or hero or those guys will torch you just like drag Dragic did. You got to go over top of it. So when you go over top of a screen you got to get the backside help. And you know what that does? It leaves Crowder and and Duncan Robinson wide open for threes. So their whole offense is based on that play. So I guess what I'm saying is, is he going to be effective enough to run that? Do You think he'll get monster minutes? And is he in play?
1: I think he's going to play about 36 minutes. That's my best guess is that His legs are fine, like you said, the upper body limitations. So he should be able to be out there the same amount of time. And because, as you said, he's not doing a lot of shooting, he can still perform a bunch of those tasks at an adequate level. He can catch a lob and finish. He can set the pick. He can dribble handoff. You know, he can do all that stuff and facilitate a little bit, draw some attention, and and try to improve the offensive efficiency. So... I don't see any reason why, if he's going to start, he's not going to get a somewhat normal run. So I I actually went through the, the rotation here, and I've got minutes projections for everybody. So I, I want to share those with you. And, and I'm starting with Bam at 36. Okay. And he's the one guy who's going to be back in the rotation who wasn't there in Game 2. So the biggest hits are going to go to Olenek and none. But here's how I think it's going to shake out. I think they go with the uh, Hero, Robinson, Butler, Crowder, Bam. I think Hero and Butler stay right around that 40 to 42-minute range. I think Robinson stays somewhere around 22 like he was. I think Crowder's right around 28 where he was. And then the three guys who are going to come off the bench, I think are going to be Nunn, Iguodala, and Olinick. I think Nunn takes a hit down to somewhere like 20 to 22 minutes. Iguodala pretty steady around 24. And I think Olinick goes down to about 22 to 24. So... Uh, that's how I'm kind of approaching the heat with that rotation in mind. Um, and if, if Bam plays 36 minutes, you know, I think he could potentially hit value, but I'm going to be spending, you know, more of my money on Butler right in that same price range. Or if I go down, I'll go down to hero. I don't think I'm going to have a ton of Bam in my lineups.
0: Interesting. Yeah. You know, I'm, it's going to be a very interesting thing. I mean, I dug into this for a long time this morning, really trying to figure out statistically how this is going to break down. And, you know, I just can't get away from the fact that when he's in there, how much more efficient they are offensively. And of all the teams in the NBA, they're number one rated efficiency in running that high pick and roll. It's really difficult because think about if you're the defender or the the coach trying to defend this. Do you let – it was Drogic, but it's Hero now, so it's no different. Do you let Hero step back from that high screen and roll and take a three? You can't. Do you not guard Bam rolling to the hoop who can catch basically anything anywhere and dunk it? You can't. So do you leave Duncan Robinson, arguably the best, one of the best two or three shooters in the league, open for a three? Or Crowder, who's just crushing it, open for a three? See, I mean – Yep. So it's it's not an easy formula there, but here's the thing that that's interesting to me, and and this is the direction I'm looking to go. And I'll, I'll finalize this tomorrow, obviously before the game, with in Discord with our folks. The element that I see taking the biggest dip with Bam coming back, and statistics back me up, is Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler had to harness a lot of that load, a lot of that usage, stuff in the paint. I mean, that dude, he can play downsize or upsize. I mean, he's just amazing. So he's the guy out of that mix a little bit with them trying to attack. And that's a weakness for the Lakers. As good as they are defensively and as good as they are, uh, you know, with Davis, when Howard and guys are in there, they don't defend that well. You'll notice a lot of times you see Howard sort of like push a guy because he's not there. He's not in the right spot. Uh, and McGee has the same issue, so I think there are times you're going to have mo- the more athletic, smaller guys like Morris in there, you know, to defend that. But my point being is Butler's going to be the fade for me, and it's not because I don't think he's fantastic and he gets it done. I just think the person I expect to regress, even though this is such an important game, I I think he defers a little bit more to Bam in the paint. You know, he defers to those three-point shooters. He may have 12 assists. I just don't think he's going to have, uh, or 10 assists. I don't think he's going to have a monster scoring game. I want Bam. I think Bam's going to play. I think he's going to gut through it. His legs are fine. He can jump out of the gym. So for me, you know, you, you can't put James Davis, Butler, and Adebayo on your in your lineup. You just can't. So right. we're back to that almost like we were with Denver. Where yep. you know with Murray and, and the Joker and then and then the two Lakers studs, you just you, somebody's got to get. So for me, it's gonna be Butler for those statistical reasons, the high pick and roll, the efficiency, I think that Bam will have. And then what it does for me is it brings those other guys into play more. So people, I mean, it's funny because you think, okay, Bam's not gonna play this game. So that's gonna hurt the inside, this, that, and the other thing. You know who it hurt? it hurt Duncan Robinson and Crowder and Hero because they're not getting those open looks on the perimeter for three because the Lakers don't have to sink in on band. They just – they had a Kelly O or whomever also spotting up. So now you can spread the defense out more. I mean, it just changes the whole parameter of getting those out, outside looks. So <clears throat> for me, I'm going to elevate those exact guys. I You know, I still – you know, I was – I felt real strong that Hero would start the last game, and he did, so I felt good about that. I think he starts this game again without question, and I think he gets it done. Uh, You know, none is going to spell him off the bench, but Hero's hugely in play for me. I think Duncan Robinson will have a better game again with Bam's presence, and I, you know, Crowder just continuously throughout this series remains to be fairly priced. I mean, he's They've not raised him for the amount of minutes. Let me give you a quick uh, look at Crowder. Now, this, you know, for anybody that's not wanting to play Crowder for some reason, I don't get it. Minutes: 28, 24, 29, 32, 30, 32, 36, 39, 32, 30, 34. Unbelievable. Points: uh, DFS points: 20, 23, 20, 24, 29, 14. One bad game. 30. 28, 37, 31, 30, 30. So Jay Crowder is a key player in this in this finals, and he's been throughout the playoffs. So I'm not selling him short. I think he deserves to be in lineups and his pricing. I think he is at 95 on FanDuel. And he is now at uh, where is he? 6.6. 6.6. So again, you know, below Rondo, you know, and, and a lot of these guys, but uh, certainly somebody you have to consider. Uh, you know, Butler is a little more than Bam. Uh, so that helps uh, if, you know, for me, uh, that I'm going to go Bam rather than Butler. But, uh, you know, I want to get your thoughts on Crowder because that's the one guy in filling everything out that I want to try to Get in there. And I just, am I overvaluing him or do you think he's worth that play? I think Crowder is in consideration.
1: Um, you know, I ended up uh, playing him some in, in game two. He was in our GPP lineup on FanDuel that cashed. Uh, I think he's more of a, a little bit more of a cash player, uh, a cash game option, you know, just right. because of his price. You know, he's not a type of guy who's going to go get you 6X. Very often, he's more four or five x with with the price tags that he's had here uh, in the last game. So uh, to me, it's uh, it's a cash option mostly. Only GPP if you really need him to fit, and you just don't like anybody else around there. Um, so uh, not not really high on my list for high upside, uh, just okay. given his price. Um, but in terms of the other heat that you were just going through. You know, with Bam, I, I, uh, I'm just not ready to play him over Butler in my primary lineup. You know, think, the arts
0: I think you're probably in in the majority. I think yeah. more people are going to play Butler over Bam for sure. And I, the, here's here's
1: part of the reason why. It's just the context of him coming back into the lineup. Butler was so terrific in Game Two. You know, spiking up to 13 assists, uh, scoring very well. I don't think Bam's the type, type of guy that's going to come back and say, all right, Jimmy, you know my turn to run the offense here. I'll, I'll take care of things. I just don't think that's going to happen. You know, and Butler's in such a groove he's also not just going to say, all right, I'm going to be passive here. I'm going to let Bam run the show. I'm going to let everybody else get involved in the first half. I, I think his assist numbers will come down. He won't get 13 again. Uh, but I just don't trust Bam on the offensive end to be running the offense so much that I'm going to select him over Butler for only $200 more on DraftKings and $500 more on FanDuel. So uh, that's that's my thought with the the studs, the studs there. And then, you know, getting back to the bench, I, I do still like Olinic and Nunn here. Uh, for some reason, Olinic is still 3.2 on DraftKings. They did price him up a little bit on FanDuel. Same thing with Nunn. He actually went down on DraftKings. And I do think he'll take a hit. He'll get fewer minutes with Bam. But, uh, you know, I like him for GPPs. He's got some good upside. And, uh, unfortunately, they really priced him up on FanDuel. He's up to 10000 So not not really looking at him on FanDuel.
0: Yeah, he's, he's definitely one of those guys that, uh, you know, is, is specific to uh, DraftKings over FanDuel, no doubt about it. Um, as far as Kelly O, so what, what was your projection on him? About 20, 22 to 24 minutes. Okay. Because, that I mean, that's going to be a key. You know, if, if Bam's going to get the extended run, um, you know. Here's how, how I think I,
1: it's going to sort out. I think Crowder, Bam, and Olenek are going to combine to play the four or five minutes. So you take 48 minutes for both position, add them up, and their minutes will combine – for those spots, So I think Olenek will come in for Crowder after, you know, six, seven, eight minutes. Crowder will take a seat. And if Bam can play the whole quarter, um, he'll finish out the quarter or right before the end of the first quarter, he'll go take a seat. Crowder will come back in. And then when Bam's ready to go, Olenek will take a seat. So he's, Olenek is going to spell both of them. And yeah. that's how I think he gets to 22 to 24 minutes.
0: It's going to be interesting. I'll tell you, it was it was amazing to me how many people uh, rostered Myers, Leonard, and uh, Silva. People were just scratching for center for yeah. the Heat. But uh, yeah, you know, I I think you're right. I think Kelly he certainly deserves to play some minutes. It's bizarre that he was so phased out of the 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 rotation for this whole playoffs run until this last uh, game or two. So. Very odd, but, I mean, he's certainly playing well enough. And, you know, I think he's got to get some run in there. Uh, they may even run him next to Bam a little bit, you know? They, they might. Yeah, they, they will a little it's bit. Awesome. I mean, he, he scored
1: 24 points and had nine rebounds. Yep. So they're not going to sit him and go to Solomon Hill and Derrick Jones Jr. It's I not sure now.
0: hope not. I mean, yep. that just wouldn't make any sense whatsoever to me. No. So. But we were also the guys that were on his bandwagon when Solomon Hill did come in before him a couple yep. of games ago. So, but hopefully, Spolster sees that what we do. Come on, Spolster, listen to coach talk. Come on, Eric. And you'll Tune have in. that rotation ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm with you. I mean, I think I'm not looking to go deep whatsoever with the Heat side of it. Like, you know, the Lakers play a lot of people. I, I'm with you, man. I mean, I, I, I think. If you're going to go Davis and LeBron, then you ha- you can't play Butler and Autobias. So we, we disagree there, which is fine. I mean, that's the big decision I think people have to make is Butler or Bam. You know, I'm looking statistically at what's taken place as far as the efficiency and then the usage when Bam's on the court. And I don't think Bam, per se, demands the ball or anything like that. I just think that he is such a high option. That even Butler will utilize them, you know? So yep. <clears throat> that goes either way. But then the rest of the Heat guys, you know, of course, you know, I, I think Tyler Hero's still a monster away, a game away. And the fact that Danny Green's not 100% really excites me because that's the guy that would guard him the majority of the time. So I love that. So Hero's monster in play for me, you know. The, the odd guy is Duncan Robinson. I mean, he is not produced. He's, he's a scorer pretty much only, and his price is a little scary. So I do think he's could drop nine, ten threes in a game without thinking about it. I really do. But the question is, do you want to roll that dice when there's some guys close to him in price like the Rondos and, you know, and guys like that? Now, the, the last guy I want to go over on Miami side to get your opinion on, because I think he's certainly in play, knowing that this is elimination time almost, and he's another guy that's been wildly inconsistent, but getting the minutes, and that's Andre Iguodala. If you look through the playoff run, he's 25 minutes, 25-25-27, 19-27, 7-7-14, 17-21-11. So, Recently, obviously, he's getting a lot more minutes. It's crunch time. It's Lakers series. And in those games, though, in this last game, he only had 10.9. He had 24 before that, 26, then down to 13 and 16. So there's such a variance there. I mean, he's a guy that could get you, let's face it, 5 to 30. Uh, And he could get minutes from 17 to 32. So I, I see him as a... A wild card in this mix at a pretty cheap price. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I just I agree that the, inc- the the minutes are there and they will be there, but the production is inconsistent, and I don't I don't trust it. I mean, I you know me, I like to go for some high upside guys, but I would re- much rather play Olenek here because you know he's two hundred dollars more on DraftKings, he's five hundred cheaper on FanDuel, so let's right. call him about the same price. I just trust Olinick a lot more. He's going to get the defensive rebounds and he will score. He's going to shoot more than Iguodala. Yes, Iguodala can pick up steals and a couple blocks, but I can't count on those. You know, I think 9 times out of 10 Olinick's going to outscore him when they're playing similar minutes in this series. So, you know, if I make 10 lineups, I'll get one with Iguodala, but I'm going to I'm going to rely on Olinik to be uh, you know, more involved on on the defensive glass and scoring offensively.
0: We will see. I mean, I agree with you. Olenek had a great game. I I just don't want to chase a game when probably 50% of the production that Kelly O had will vanish with Bam being on the floor. Those rebounds, those inside buckets, all of that stuff. So I think it's closer. I'm still not decided upon there, but I'm with you. Um, then I, I guess the last guy I'll mention is the guy you were talking about as your captain, J.R. Smith. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he is yeah, he not got the... some run. He was in there, man. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> if
1: if Green is out, then and Caruso starting, you know, then maybe, you know, if you make 20 lineups, you get him in one. But I, no, I'm not going to be playing him.
0: For for our listeners that listen all the time, they have to say. Andrew, how do you put up with that pain in the ass? Because I'm always giving you a hard time, and, and you know we're we're such a good combo because I'm always a pain in the ass and joking around, and you're so straight and narrow and right focused. It's just it's it's hilarious. But uh, <laughs> people probably think Andrew just if you if he was close enough to eat, punch it probably. But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, all right. Well, that you know that's mainly it. I mean, it's just a matter now of starting to build these. Um, you know, I, I always try, even though I want to, I don't build the lineups before we do the pod because I want to have more of an open mind and talk through it more. And then I'll go back in. Hopefully everybody has a chance to listen to this and start building based you know, off that information. We're not really waiting for any news. Uh, Bam's going to play without limits. I guarantee you. I mean, it's just going to happen. And unless he gets hurt or tweaks something right. during the game. And then, and, and Drogic isn't gonna play. And we know Green's gonna play, but not be 100%. If any of those change, we will have it in Discord, we'll have it on Twitter. So we know what we're dealing with. So you got a good 24 hours to soak this in, figure it out and, and put some winning lineups together. So let's hope the Heat can give them a game. Um, love to see this extended another game or two, uh, but you know, we gotta we gotta make some winners here. Get some good lineups together and uh, try to finish uh, this NBA season with a big bang. Yeah, Um, and we'd like to
1: share those lineups with all of you. If you're not
0: already uh, a member,
1: uh, go to our website and pick up a membership week, the month, the year, or the fall special. And uh, you get right into our Discord. We'll give you the FanDuel cash lineup, the GPP. We'll give you the core plays on DraftKings. And we do that for every sport. So football, perfect time to join here on Saturday. You get all, all lineups on Sunday. We'll give the main slate lineup, uh, the Sunday night showdown, Monday night showdown, Sunday, Monday primetime lineups, uh, and then all the uh, playoff baseball lineups, golf lineups. Uh, so that's one of the great things about our membership. And of course, we hand-build all of these, no optimizer. And uh, So that's why we talk it through in this way, is to um, you know look at the coaching strategies um player tendencies how everybody looks and then uh, mix it all together with the stats the prices and the build the strategy Uh, so we'd love to share those lineups just go to dfscoachtalk.com and join us as a member
0: very well said i could not have said it better myself and uh we're excited we as you you can see here we're very passionate we take every every slate uh very personally we, we want to make sure our winner our members are winners and we've been getting such great love from our members you see all those posts in discord yesterday yeah just terrific. so appreciative of, of such a great group uh we'd love to have you you know have you guys join us uh and as we close here just real quickly andrew i i want to mention uh a handful of members because that activity and, and, and if you join as as uh as Andrew just explained and, and and get a part of it, I mean, you've got guys, and I'm going to just go through this super quick. Uh, Joshy Q, Matrix Dave, uh, and some of these I've, I've talked to, you know, talked but they're all over everything we're doing here. Tyler Pitzer, his his uh, knowledge of sport is is so fantastic. Uh, Slim to Goat 78, I like that name a lot. Yeah. He's great. Uh, JG 49210 He's always posting. Uh, uh, what is it? Tastes like victory. I think is is he or that or I want to win the Jack Black one. We got we've got a rotation of of get just uh, put up there to make sure we we get these things in. Right. Dy guy thirteen. Uh, X man eleven uh, sixty one. He's fantastic. Brenton, of course. We we were without Breton for half a day. Everybody, yeah. we, we couldn't we couldn't find him. He got back in there, so we're thrilled to have him back. Rod, who is a new one, he's great. Um, let's see, last few, and then we'll we'll hit the road here. Uh, Lanny, we had our man, our 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 first annual member ever for yep. DFS Coach Talk back in the spring, Mr. Lanny, who. Uh, is toiling with the horses today like me with the preakness stakes being today so shout out to lanny and last few uh some guy named andrew hansen that guy he just uh, way animal awesome he's back in bond 213 and the last two uh let's see long conversations here uh, I guess we can finish with that because money bag, that's who I wanted to mention is one of the last ones. And it's Joshy Q that does Taste Like Victory, and it's mm-hmm. JG that does I Wanna Wean, which is right. Jack Black in mm-hmm. that wrestling show. So we're in now. That's yep. it. So all our secrets are out. Everybody knows what we're doing. So thank you for joining us. I know we want a little extended, you know, our weekend show. We like to go a little bit longer and get into it a little bit uh more. So uh, hopefully you take a lot away with it, you know, from this. And uh, we want to thank our presenting sponsor. Uh, Certainly sign up at betus.com.pa and our, of course, charity of choice here, mombond3.org. That's M-A-M-B-A-O-N-T-H-R-E-E.org. Fantastic charity set up by the Bryan family. Any final words there, Mr. Cowboy Sweatshirt?
1: Yeah, thanks for tuning in. And Uh, Do tune in late tonight, early Sunday morning for the NFL Main Slate podcast, the primetime NFL podcast, and then join us so we can give you those lineups. Absolutely.
0: So if, if you were a member here right now, you'd be fired up because tomorrow, going into tomorrow, we've got a full football slate with all the lineups, everything out there. We have the baseball playoffs, full lineups, everything out there. We'll be grinding out the fourth and final round where we had five out of six uh, make it on our, our hybrid lineup. So we'll be gutting out golf. And then tomorrow night, NBA. So Boom. Sunday is going to be something. We're looking for the four sports sweep. So we'd love to have you. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, we'll let you get back to family time. Go plug in your mother-in-law's pacemaker and your <laughs> the oxygen tank and all the stuff you had to disconnect for us to do this show. <laughs> i'm I'm joking, of course. Andrew would never do that, uh, would you, Andrew? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. We appreciate you and gals. Uh, have a great, great weekend, and let's just absolutely crush it in DFS.